You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408, 312-255-8408. You can also get us on YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago, YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackowitz, Director of the Cathedral in Chicago, and co-host Mark Teresi, Executive Director for a little while longer. Mm-hmm. But you will stay with us beyond that, Mark, because you are not leaving the cathedral. It's so a great place to be. It's a Great community, uh, great, great people, just phenomenal. And uh, how are you doing, Mark? Good. Yesterday we went and saw our little granddaughter, Nora's first performance. She was Simba in The Lion King. And she had three lines? She had three or four lines, and they sang a lot of the songs. They were cute as buttons. Uh, It was just... And, and they sang the circle of life, and I thought, I'm at the end of the circle, and she's <laughs> at the beginning of the circle. Talk about the two uh, circles meeting. Yeah. And uh, did you make it on time? We did. We just made it on tra- traffic. It was, it was out in Barrington. Did you have to take the Kennedy going out? No, no we took Devon all the way to 90 and oh, then got okay. on. So we avoided a lot of the expressways. And once you're, on, once you're on 90, once you're on 90 you sale. fly going west. And it, uh, you yeah. know, this weather since Good Friday has been fantastic yeah. here in Chicago. I mean, oh. every day is getting better. It's like right now, you and I came to the uh, studio this morning. It feels like mid-June with, by way of temperatures. Yeah, we went out for burgers after the play. We sat outside. It was just beautiful. It's, it's not even mid-April and it's been such a beautiful week, but it'll be a little bit cooler this weekend. But we have a great program lined up again, 312-255-8408. As we enter into the great season of Easter, which is now, we have the director of the Office of Divine Worship and self-proclaimed liturgy geek, <laughs> Todd Williamson. <laughs> it's in my copy here. Join us to take a deep dive into just what makes the season of Easter so great. So, backed by popular demand, Todd Williamson. I love that. The Liturgy Geek of the Archdiocese of Chicago. How are you doing, Todd? Hey, happy Easter, Father Greg. Happy Easter, Mark. Thank you, Todd. Happy Easter to you, too, Todd. And well, how just, did you earn that name? The Liturgy Geek. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something Michael because, Majors came up with? Or, uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> exactly. the, most, my, you know, the, the most insignificant uh, uh, trivia or fact. <laughs> <laughs> well, Todd, you have been the director of the Office of Divine Worship for, what, at least 20 years now? Uh, I'm in my 24th year. You know, 24th and t- year. And, Todd, we're, yeah. we should say up front what we were talking about before we came on the show, and what a joy it is to work with you. We were just saying that before we went on the air. Exactly. And, and that's, I, a, that's a big deal for a liturgy geek to be able to 
to you were just worked so well with all of us. You so. exude joy. You're a team player. The times we've met at the cathedral many, many times, you work with Father Andy Matajevic and the team. You're just a joy to work with. And also, I have to say, Mark, many times under a lot of pressure, oh, yeah. be it the RCIA, the Chrism Mass, whatever it is, there's a lot of pressure before we begin. And there you are just flying around, but always so kind and gracious. And people notice. Notice it. And they people sure notice it. And makes a difference. But uh, maybe we could just, you know, to spend this half hour, Todd, is we've celebrated the great feast of Easter this past weekend. And, we, of course, we had we had Ash Wednesday, Lent, Holy Week, the Triduum, which, by the way, Easter Sunday in the cathedral was packed. It was like pre-COVID. And talking to many pastors, attendance was up. Yeah. It reminded them of, quote, the old days with big, big crowds. And yeah. was that also, was that your experience, too, this weekend? Wendy in our office said that uh, the 515 at the cathedral was wall to wall, just tons of people. Yes. And it's all great to see. It's mm-hmm. all, which is, it's, I mean, in, in a very real sense, that's what Easter is, right? It's new life. It's a, it's a new, uh, a, a new beginning. It's, it's, uh, um, it's celebrating uh, everything that has come before and, and brought us to this point, this point of, of uh, the, the great feast. Now, explain to folks, in, ca- in case they don't understand, this Easter season. You know, it's not a one-day celebration. It's a, it's a season of celebration that leads us um, to Pentecost. Yeah. Well, Mark, I think you just said it really well. We, we, we think of Lent as a journey. We're very good at that, right? It's a mm-hmm. journey from Ash Wednesday uh, to, uh, uh, to uh, Good Friday, Holy Thursday, and, the, and uh, Easter Sunday. We, th- we, we get that. I don't think many people look at Easter as a journey. No, uh, and and it and it is. It really is. It's a uh, the season itself is fifty days long, um, from Easter uh, Sunday, which begins Holy Saturday night, to uh, Pentecost Sunday. And Pente uh, being and, fifty, that's why we call it the Easter season, the mm-hmm. fifty days. Right, great fifty days. Right now, today, we this whole week, we're in the midst of the uh, Easter octave. Uh, which uh, there are two octaves in the church calendar, uh, one at Easter and one at Christmas. Uh, and the whole idea of, of the octave is comes from the Latin word for eight. Uh, it's, it's, it is a week-long celebration of Easter. So every day this week until the second Sunday of Easter is the highest rank of day we have in the church. Every day is a solemnity. Um, it, it, it literally is a, a, a week of Easter. In fact, if you listen to the texts, Father Greg, you know this um, from uh, the, the prayers of the Mass. The, every day this week, it refers to today. Today, you bring us new life through baptism. Mm-hmm. Today, you raise your son from the dead. So it's that idea, this whole week, this octave, we're still in Easter Sunday. Yeah, so it's not just one and done on Easter Sunday, but continues. But also, but now connect for a moment, Dodd, the whole sense of Easter with our baptism, which you could just oh you could just spend a whole hour on that. Oh yeah, I mean Easter is all about living out of our baptism. What what is the one thing we only do it once a year? What is the one thing that we do only on this night, Holy Saturday night, or on Easter Sunday morning? And for those, it, it's renew our baptism. 
Um, first, we baptize those who have been journeying with us, right? The, those who are preparing for baptism, those adults. But then we renew our baptism. And so all of Easter is about living out. So what? What does it mean now that I have renewed my baptism this year in 2023 here in Chicago? What does it mean for me as a Christian? How do I live out of that? That's what Easter, the season itself, is all about. Now, people, our listeners probably don't know, but Father Greg was at Notre Dame. You studied of a master's from class of 84 how in liturgy. Did, how, how do you remember anything from the classes? Not, not, I mean, let me finish the statement. Do you, do you remember? Think I'm, a, think I'm a moron or something? Do you, no, do you remember anything on how you studied the Easter season? Yeah, it was, it was, it was a great question because uh, I had a great vague memory. Do you remember the name, Todd? Mark Cyril. Oh, my goodness. Mark Cyril is a hero of mine. And the thing is, he taught us a class on Christian initiation, and he was just always talking. It always connected for him to Easter and the yeah. Easter season. So he would always, and Mark Cyril was such a kind man, brilliant. Now, how do you know Mark Cyril? Did he, uh, did he have some classes? Not, not, no, no classes, but I've been, I was to uh, um, presentations that he gave, and his texts, his texts were um, my texts in, in my studies. Mark Cyril had a great line, uh, Father Greg. He said, he, he, said that, uh, um, he said, don't you guys understand? We're the community who have already died. We're the community of those who have already died in our baptism. That's what he was talking about. Yeah, and the thing wow. is, in, in, in talking about Mark Cyril again, and that mm-hmm. is, uh, he said, never take Easter just in isolation, but just as um, Todd said, it connects with the community. So we're not it's not my baptism, but part of a larger, larger, wider community. What's interesting, Todd, about Mark Cyril was he was very understandable. He would, yes. you know, he was brilliant, mm-hmm. but all his classes, all his lectures, the entire semester was very understandable. And his re- the readings he had chosen for us, which was a lot, um, but he was also he was also good at taking questions, mm-hmm. which is I think so important in a class. Be open to questions as a way of further learning. Now, it's interesting. I don't want to jump too far ahead, but like last year at Holy Name, we celebrated Pentecost with Mass, but then we had a celebration. Um, what should, Just so people don't think, oh, Pentecost, they all, we, we wear, the priest wears red. Past that, what should Pentecost be for us? Oh, geez. If, if, if uh, Easter is the um, memorial of our baptism, where we died in Christ and rose with Christ, then Pentecost is all about taking it out. Pentecost is all about then the gospel that we have accepted as a way of life. Pentecost is about taking that out into the world, out into our families, out into the workplace, out to the supermarket, uh, out to our neighborhoods. Pentecost is all about mission. Um, In baptism, we receive the Holy Spirit, in confirmation, we receive the fullness of the Spirit for a particular reason, so that we can help bring about the kingdom of God. You know, Todd, here's a great story I want to hear for our listeners, and it'll take maybe a minute or two to say, share. Many years ago, a priest in the archdiocese gave in his parish to the fourth grade school kids a complete tour of the church. So he took fourth graders from school into the church, gave them a complete tour. He showed them the tabernacle, the cross, the sanctuary, where they vest for Mass, with the altar server's vest, show them a confessional, show them the stained glass windows, show them every nook and cranny in the church. 
at the end of the tour, the priest asked the fourth graders, boys and girls, what's been the most important thing you've seen on this tour? True story. And the little fourth graders said to the priest, the most important thing I saw on the tour was the exit sign. And the priest thought to himself, oh, what a smart aleck, the exit sign, so you can get out of here when I'm done, go outside and play, and to get rid of me. And so he said, okay, Charlie, why was the exit sign the most important thing you saw on this tour? And the little boy said, we said, Father, if we listen to the word of God from the readings and receive Holy Communion at the end of Mass, we go outside the exit doors to now live it. And the mm-hmm. priest thought, whoa, where he thought the kid was being a smart aleck, the exit sign so we can get out of here and go play and get rid of you. During the whole tour, he's thinking, thinking, connecting, 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 and said at the end of Mass, we go outside the exit doors to now live it. That's Easter. That's Pentecost. That's baptism. Exactly. And exactly. That, and that's the challenge. And that's the challenge. So how that on that note, Mark, take us to break. Sure. WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. Or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're with Todd Williamson, the Director of Liturgy for the Archdiocese here in Chicago, great friend of Holy Name Cathedral. We'll be back in a few minutes and continue our conversation. Please stay tuned. Catholic Charities Blossoms of Hope Brunch will be held on Sunday, April 30th at Drury Lane in Oak Brook in support of the Loving Outreach to Survivors of Suicide Program, also known as LOSS. This inspiring brunch is an opportunity for all members of the LOSS community to gather with its founder, Father Charles Ruby, in support of the program and to celebrate the resilience that can be attained over time. For more than 40 years, LOSS has been compassionately accompanying individuals and families on their journey through grief. The program has been recognized by the United Nations as a model for helping those grieving this tragic event in their lives. In-person and online resources help people around the country find healing and joy in life again. To learn more about LOSS and the Blossoms of Hope Brunch, visit catholiccharities.net. say, how can you spend your day with three-year-olds? Seeing the changes that they go through and just the journey and how they grow, this is a very rewarding job. Even though at the end of the day, we're not the highest paid people on earth. And when I have a parent contact me and say, my child loves school, that to me, I'm setting that foundation for their love of learning. Because really, you are changing lives. You are molding lives. Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. 
Do you have an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. We're back, WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. You can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're with Todd Williamson, the director of liturgy for the Archdiocese of Chicago, and I had mentioned a good friend of all of us at Holy Name Cathedral. For years. Now, I have a quote on my door. Well, we didn't hear you. We're not, we're not hearing you, Todd. No. Now, go ahead, go now ahead. we are. Go ahead. Okay, the, the, that PA. Did you, I don't know if you guys were watching that PA, that commercial, but uh, uh, there was that uh, teacher, the third grade teacher, mm -hmm. those little kids dancing around like yeah. with all that joy. That's Easter. Yeah, beautiful. I thought you could say that was you. <laughs> <laughs> no, Teaching that's them what the two step. <laughs> it's, you that, it struck me. That's, that's what right, Easter is all about. You know, Todd it is, is right. true. Pure, it's pure joy. Pure joy. Yeah, pure I joy. mentioned yep. at the beginning of the show, we went to see our granddaughter in Lion King. That's There's, pure joy. She's six, pure joy. And and they expressed themselves in the moment, which which yeah. was an inspiration for all of us. Yeah. Now, I have a quote on my door. This won't be exact, but the role of the laity from Vatican II— role of the laity is to consecrate people to Christ. That's the role of the laity. That's a powerful challenge. That, And I wonder, Todd, as you look at a myth or a misunderstanding of Easter, how, how do those two pieces connect in terms of what we really are challenged to be about through the Easter message? And the Easter message is that Christ is more powerful than anything that threatens to separate us from him. Mm -hmm. Christ has conquered sin. Christ has conquered death. And in that, when we share in that through our baptism, then, then we are commissioned to consecrate others to Christ, to consecrate the world to Christ. Um, to, to, as we said earlier, Mark, to, to build the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. I'll give you another one. See, many people think that the highlight for us is Christmas. It is not. It is Easter. There, when you think about it, if there is no Easter, I don't say Christmas is meaningless, but then Jesus does what everybody else does. Mm -hmm. He's born, but then he dies. But the fact that you have, you go from death to resurrection to new life. But I always tell this, there is no resurrection without Good Friday. Yeah. Jesus yeah. cannot leapfrog the cross. 
He suffered, died for us, and then trusting God to the very last breath, to life eternal, rose on the third day. But the key for, for all of us as believers in the Lord is Easter morn. So it is Now, don't get me wrong. Christmas is very important. Jesus born into the world. But for us, it is, and that's come the, all of the Lent season, there's no alleluia. It is silent. But then all of a sudden you burst forth at the Easter vigil, the lights get flipped on, and you're just bursting with alleluia. And yet, but I always tell this, you burst with alleluia, but we live in a very hard, tough, tough, brutal world. The violence, the killing, the division in your face. That's the world we live in right now. But so how do, then how do we be different and say the way of the cross, which leads to new life, that at the end wins out. And we have to, and we have to live it by our lives and not, and don't, and, and also we will never lose hope. I deal with so many people who live in despair, who are like treading water, which I totally get, but say to trust in the Lord, he is with us and don't, and don't quit. But that's the message of Easter, isn't it? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. It, what, what, that, what, you're, what the message of Easter is that, yes, the li- our life is hard. There's death. There's violence. There's a disregard for human life. There, there's, there's disrespect. But the message of Easter is that none of that, none of that will have the last word. Exactly. Christ will, Christ will have the last. Christ will triumph even over that, and he does it through us. Now, as you're as you're looking, as we're looking at the next Sundays <clears throat> of the Easter season, Todd, what are we going to hear? What are we going to hear in Scripture that will guide us toward kind of this new life? Go out, proclaim, consecrate people to Christ. Oh, goodness, we're we're in in this year. We are in year A of the three year lectionary cycle, right? And the, the one great thing about year A. Uh, for the Easter season is it it is it's it's filled with what does it mean to live as a baptized Christian in the world? Um, I think many people know that uh, during the Easter season at Sunday Mass, the only time during the year, the first reading does not come from the New Testament or the Old Testament as it usually does. It comes from the Acts of the Apostles. New Testament. So every Sunday, every Sunday we hear that. But in year A this year, that's the same with the second reading. The second reading this year comes from the first letter of St. Peter. And the first letter of St. Peter was written to a young Christian community. They were young in their baptism. Mm-hmm. And so the whole letter is direction and guidance of St. Peter saying, this is what it means to live as a baptized person. It's this year where we're going to hear, you are a royal priesthood. Mark that quote on your door. Mm-hmm. You are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of God's own. And That's you, what we hear. And if you take it one step further with the gospel, I love the gospel, the doubting Thomas. Yes. That is, and that, and now that's every year, the second Sunday of Easter, that is the gospel, the doubting Thomas. Mm-hmm. And it's so beautiful because you're coming, there's an interesting thought, you're coming off of resurrection. And what's the gospel the following Sunday? Doubting Thomas. Unless I see and touch, I will not believe. And Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. And so, and that's all of us because at times in life, we all doubt, we all struggle. We somehow try to connect the mystery of God with our lives. And the Lord says, and smiles and says, I'm with you. And maybe, I'm with you. And maybe with all of us, that, that song, the sequence, Thou art 
my Lord, my God, he cried. Thomas cried. In the moment, he became aware. He was overcome with emotion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and those other gospel stories that are such a part of the season of, Black, of, of Easter, uh, Father Greg, uh, the, the road to Emmaus, right? Which is the um, next uh, week, the third week. Now, yeah, fourth, fourth Sunday is always Good Shepherd Sunday. And so every year we hear in the gospel, Jesus say, I am the Good Shepherd. This may shift the gears a little bit, but um, I'm going to talk about Polish sausage and sauerkraut, which is <laughs> that's switching gears, me, all right. Brings well, me yeah, back, yeah. brings so me back to Easter family yeah, traditions with our Polish. That's going to be my next family. question. <laughs> no, my Irish wife was arguing with me about why are we doing Polish <laughs> sausage and sauerkraut. I said because I remember growing up, we brought the baskets to church. They were blessed. My grandma had that stuff. Any family traditions you had? Todd, connected to Easter? We had the blessing of the basket, too. Yeah. Wasn't that something? Now, what parish would that have been, Todd? Oh, this was Lake Orion, uh, Michigan, when I was growing up. This is where I grew up, St. Joseph's Parish in Lake Orion, Michigan. Now, were you, did you grow up in a Polish parish? No, no. It was, it was, uh, it was actually German um, in its, in its ancestry. So that would be a same tradition. Now, I know that in the Polish community... On Holy Saturday, to bless the baskets is very big. We had about 125 people. I blessed baskets last Saturday. But I always remember as a boy, I was born by Milwaukee Division, Holy Trinity, baptized there at the age of two, moved out to Mary Seat of Wisdom in Park Ridge. At that point, St. Paul the Cross was our parish for one year, then Mary Seat had just been built. But when I was little, we always drove from Park Ridge back to Holy Trinity wow. <laughs> for the blessing of the Easter basket. I remember one Easter, Holy Saturday, yeah, I'm maybe like five years old. My sister Pam is four. So I'm going into the car with my basket, and I took it, and I swung it and hit her oh. with my basket. And so I did not have a good Holy Saturday. <laughs> I, was on a, I got sent to the penalty box on Holy <laughs> Saturday as a kid. And it, Now let me ask you this, Todd. In the last few minutes, any closing thoughts on the real meaning? As we move forward, what will be the goal for people in the next five, six weeks. I think just listen, listen to the words of the Mass. Listen to the words of the scriptures that we hear every Sunday during this whole season. Um, they, they, they tell us what, how we should live uh, as disciples and, and as Christians. And, and, and in many ways, Easter is kind of a so what season, right? So what that I've been baptized? So what? that I am a Christian, so what that I am a disciple? Mm-hmm. What difference does it make in my life? What difference does it make in the world? Live out of that love that Christ showed us uh, 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 throughout the Triduum. Live out of the love of Christ shown to us in our baptism. Um, and, and I think that's, that's how we do Easter. You know, I like that image you say about so what, because so many people say, Hey, I've got a job. I got the kids. We got sports to take care of. We got so much to do, and I can't be bothered with it. I'll I'll go to mass, and then leave up. You know, I'll punch my card. But it's so much more than that. And I here's a wonderful line I've read on a bumper sticker some years ago: No one can go back and start a new beginning, but starting today, you can make a new ending with the help and grace of God. Mm-hmm. I love it. So nobody can go back and start a new beginning, 
but starting today we can make a new ending with the help and grace of God, which is so very true. We've come to an end of this first half of the program. Todd, we could we could have gone from now until noon yes. mm-hmm. with you as a guest and just talking about the Easter, Easter season, and connecting in the mystery of God with our lives as a believer. So, so Todd William, who is the the uh, director of the Office for Divine Worship in Chicago for 24 years. Todd, you are a joy to be with. God bless you. And I'd say another 24 years as a director, but that might be kind of uh, pushing the envelope not. a little bit. Maybe well, maybe not. not. You know, you're, you're young. <laughs> and so uh, so thank you, Todd. God bless you. I'm sure we'll be seeing you around the cathedral in the near future. So uh, keep up the great, yes. tremendous work you're doing. So God bless you always. You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. You can also get us on YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackwitz and Mark Teresi. Stay with us. And this time, do not touch that dial.